Welcome to another edition of the Dork Side of the Force podcast with Susan Meg. Disney Plus, we are getting so close to the brand new streaming service that's going to have those hundreds, if not, I want to say thousands of new titles, but plenty of Star Wars is coming. And coming November 12th, there's going to be movies and TV series, even a documentary. And I think Star Wars fans, even if you love other things, you're going to be stuck on your couch for a very, very long time once Disney Plus comes out. Meg, how are you feeling about Disney Plus? I cannot believe it's less than a month away now. I feel like we've been waiting for this for a long time, and now it's almost here. And we're not all going to have lives anymore outside of watching Disney things and Star Wars things. But you know what? I think we're all okay with that. I mean, my TV, I have a three-year-old, so pretty much was stuck on Disney Junior most of the time anyway. But now I'll be like, hey, buddy, let's watch something else on Disney+. Plus." I think you'll be okay with that. There are so many options. You'll never run out of things to watch. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I mean, we've, we've seen all the Star Wars things, you know, the movies, the animated series. Obviously, the Mandalorian we've never seen. That's brand new. But it was it was interesting the other day when the Disney Plus Twitter account was shooting off every single thing from oh. the beginning of like Disney time that was going to be on Disney Plus. And just actually seeing like the vast amount of Star Wars stuff to me was like really exciting because it gives you a chance to like go back and relive so many of those great moments when literally whenever you want. Exactly. Like you don't have to like go looking for it somewhere or like I have like different like shows like that I purchased on like different services. And so I'm like, where is this show? I don't remember where to go to get it. So it's all going to be in one place. And as we've discussed before, I um I haven't seen Rebels. I know what happens in Rebels, but I haven't seen it. And I think my first point of order is going to be watch the first episode of The Mandalorian uh-huh. and then start binge watching Rebels. Yes. Oh, you're going to get through it so fast. The only thing about it is, like, once you start watching it, you don't want to stop. Well, it ends. <laughs> well, I mean, eventually. Um, Yeah, I, the first thing I'm going to do is watch The Mandalorian and then watch the Clone Wars movie because, guys, guess what? It doesn't exist anywhere online anymore because I'm trying to do a rewatch chronologically of everything and I have stopped because this movie... <laughs> does not exist it's been taken off itunes it's not on anything because it's going to be on disney plus and i'm like hello i want to see this movie because it's basically like three episodes of the clone wars that you totally miss you totally miss ahsoka's intro you miss all these things that are really important and like i am dedicated to this rewatch and i can't finish it until i see this movie so that's what i'm going to do first i'm determined so you got stuck that's it now you're your your Star Wars watch is on hold? Well, I mean, I really do have to keep going, technically, because otherwise I'm never going to finish. But I will probably go back and um, fill in those gaps. Because watching The Clone Wars chronologically and not in release order, it makes so much more sense. Like, the first episode um, is, like, the first episode that you watch chronologically is, like, in the second season. So it's really random how they do this, but I've watched a couple, I've only watched like the first two episodes, but it just makes so much more sense when you watch it this way. So I'm really looking forward to being able to finish that. Oh, I think it was a couple of years ago. I thought it was leaving Netflix. So I was like, I have to watch this whole thing in like two weeks. 
yes, guys, I did it. I watched all five and a half seasons of The Clone Wars in like a very short amount of time. Um, but I didn't know any better. So on Netflix, you just hit go and you just keep watching in order. But it's not the episodes that come out are not chronological. So like if you watch episode one all the way through to the last one, it makes sense. But at the same time, it feels more of like an episodic, like weekly, like nothing really connects. I mean, some of it does later on, but I'm watching it now and I'm like, why did they not just tell this whole story from the beginning? It would have made so much more sense. And I feel like I've read something about how like, I don't know, there were different stories that George Lucas wanted to tell that weren't in order, and he's George Lucas, so they were just kind of like, okay, we can do whatever you want, which is fine. I mean, it's a good show, but and the nice thing about having it on streaming is that you can watch it in whatever order you want. It's not just like, because I remember a long time ago, it just used to be on Cartoon Network, and I would just watch whatever episode would happen to be on at the time, but... We live in a world now where you get to pick and choose and watch things whenever you want. Just out of curiosity, because like I know we we actually talked about this a while ago, watching Star Wars in chronological order, reading the books, like like, like filling in everything as the story goes. How's it going so far? Like, do you see anything differently? Do you look at look at the story differently? I think well, the thing with it is like I'm just paying more attention to like small details because you know you've seen all of this stuff before you know like how the story ends you don't have to like wait in anticipation for like how's this movie gonna end but like I think I'm just noticing more little things in terms of like what could be hints toward like how all this ends I I just enjoy it more now because I'm really interested in like paying attention to kind of like the mythology of the whole thing so like I'm trying to remember, I put down a bunch of notes when I was watching The Phantom Menace, but you kind of just appreciate it more when you're going chronologically because you're starting at the very beginning and you kind of have it in your head like, this is where it all starts. Like, this is Anakin Skywalker, you know, from the very beginning when we first meet him and like, the fact that you know, like, I think, and I for, I don't know how I forgot about this line, but in um, Attack of the Clones, when Anakin and Obi-Wan are in the club and Obi-Wan says, why do I feel like you're going to be the death of me? That's obvious foreshadowing to A New Hope. But it's like little things like that. It's like you have heard those things a million times. But to experience that again and to like know that like, oh, I'm going to be watching this movie soon because I'm doing, um, you know, I'm rewatching everything. And it's like everything I think just I feel like connects. And to have like the books and the comics too. There, I mean, there's so much. And you're probably never going to be able to consume everything. Like, it's just not possible because there is so much. But the fact that it's all out there and, like, whenever you want to pick up a random comic from in between uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back or when you want to know about what happens, you know, between the end of The Last Jedi and leading up to The Rise of Skywalker, like, it's all there. And I think, like, there are people who just watch the movies and that's totally fine. Um and if you're just in it for the movies and you want to know what happens within, you know, the main storyline, like that totally works. But like, it's just so fun to have all of these little things that fill in the gaps along the way. And like, you never know, like, is this a hint toward what's going to happen later? Or is this just something totally fun? Or is this just building up a character that we already like and we're getting to know more about them? It Star Wars is just, it's always meant to be 
it's always has always been about just having fun, right? I mean, it's Star Wars. And we have theories and we speculate about things and we have serious discussions about themes and things like that. But like at the end of the day, it's just it's all supposed to be fun. And so when you have all these little things in between and you're going through the whole story from the beginning, it's just I'm having a blast. And like I can just sit down and watch two episodes of The Clone Wars and like it's great. And if you have time, you know, before this movie comes out or just like whenever, like just sit down and like enjoy it. Like I can't wait at some point when I'm not trying to write about all this stuff for a minute just to like sit down and just have like a pre The Rise of Skywalker just marathon and just like sit back and enjoy it because that's what it's for. Now we can just get those other things anytime, anywhere because it's available starting November 12th. It's, it's all going to be available for us. I do wonder too if it's going to make, um, you know, like the fans who just watched the movies, you know, the Star Wars fans who just watched the movies, will they dive into the other things? Will they dive into Rebels? Will they dive into Clone Wars? I feel like the people watching movies are definitely going to watch The Mandalorian because, you know, it's the live action aspect that they enjoy. So they're right. definitely going to probably watch that. But I wonder if it's going to, you know, have them just like, you know what? It's raining. It's cold. It's where I don't feel like going out tonight. I am going to watch, you know, just like throw on some episodes of Rebels or something along that nature. I wonder if it's going to create like deeper Star Wars events. I would I would hope so, but I would also think so because I think a lot of the issue with a lot of people up to this point is like uh Rebels, for example, it's just it hasn't been very accessible. I was in the middle of watching it at one point on the Disney and Now app. I was in like season two and I don't, they took it off of the app for some reason. Um, They put it back eventually, but for like a while it wasn't there. And so one night I just went on to continue watching through it and I was like, oh, they took all the full episodes off. Like, where am I supposed to watch this? So it's like things like that. It's like you haven't really, it hasn't been just readily available right there in front of you. And now it's like from what we've seen from like the screenshots and like what it's going to look like you get into the app and it's like Netflix where it just has like everything is there laid out in front of you. And so like Rebels is right there and you don't have to go looking for it. You don't have to like say like, hey, can I have your Netflix login so I can watch whatever? It's not on Netflix, but whatever. It's there and it's accessible. And if you're already there to watch The Mandalorian or you're already there to watch any other of the hundreds of Disney things that are going to be on this service, like there's no, really no reason why you shouldn't or even just watch like the first couple episodes and you're like, I'm into this or I'm not into it, but at least it was there and you tried it and you didn't have to pay anything other than what you're already paying for the service, which is not a lot, by the way. It's a lot cheaper than like Netflix, for example. You're getting all of this content for not that much per month. And that's pretty amazing. Like if you think about how much is like considering what they posted like on Twitter and in articles and things like that considering how much is there and how much the cost is, it's like nothing. That's amazing. So the hope is that if you're a Star Wars fan and you are watching the movies and you're watching The Mandalorian, it's there and you can watch it and you can experience it. And I would hope that you would kind of realize like, oh, like, yes, this is an animated show, but the story is really, really good. And just for the record, it always gets better as the show goes on, always, which is also pretty amazing. 
That's true. Did you uh, did you sign up for the Disney Plus deal? I did because I was thinking about it and I was like, there's literally no reason why you shouldn't. They're offering it to everyone. It's right there. You're saving. I don't remember what the calculation is, but you're saving a lot of money and you're committing to like three years of it or whatever it is. But like, weren't you going to you were probably just going to pay for it anyway, you know? So, yes, I did right away, and it's there, and it's waiting for me on November 12th. Yay. Yeah. Me too. I, did, I mean, I literally did the same thing. I was like, oh, you're, you want to give me a deal for three years? I'm like, I, I'm I'm the, I'm the like still the idiot who has the Netflix DVD service, and I never used it. I'm like, this is a no-brainer to me. The one thing that actually does worry me, though, I feel like they, they probably figured it out. But you mentioned the Disney and Now app before, and like I've used the Disney and Now app a lot. Man, uh-huh. it is really glitchy. Yeah, it is. Man, and like that worries me a little bit. I feel like for for Disney Plus, they probably it's a free app, Disney Now app. So like I'll mm-hmm. I'll say that it's a free app. But like I I hope Disney Plus is better technologically speaking. Yeah, I mean, the hope is that they've been developing this for long enough and they've had it kind of ready for long enough. Isn't it released somewhere already? Like, not in the U.S.? Like, like doesn't Denmark or the Netherlands? Yeah, like, someplace somewhere, like someplace has it already. And I feel like they would be able to say, like, hey, this, there's a bug or there's a glitch or this is weird. And they'd be able to, like, fix that maybe before it got around to everyone else. The hope would be. I hope. <laughs> I really do. Because, like, that was one of the biggest things. Because, like, we would, you know, like I said, like, I have a three-year-old kid. So we would watch the app and, and like, you know, on my phone or things on fire, which I don't think they've done for Disney+. Plus, But, like, you know, we're watching different things in the app. And, like, it was, it's, it's still, even so, it's super glitchy. Like, you know, like, dropping out in the middle of a show or just things not loading properly. Yeah. So I really hope that, you know, that's that's my, probably my biggest concern with Disney+, Plus is the... This is the tech, tech, you know, the technological part of it, hoping that they've fixed whatever problems they've had with Disney now. Yeah, or like if there are problems at the beginning, that they get fixed pretty quickly, or you know, like the first day, like everything doesn't crash or something like that. I mean, I'm sure that they're anticipating that and preparing for all of that, but yeah, like we need something that like works because like you're building this up, like especially like this week, you're building this up. You're getting everyone ready to like binge watch everything. Like you got to make sure it works. So please. <laughs> Can you imagine you, November 12th club comes and I was like, yay, Mandalorian. And then like, it's just like the Fortnite. It's just a black hole. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, at, you know that everyone is going to be watching that right away. And it's only one episode. By the way, I love the fact that they're only releasing one at a time because, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch. I would be able to watch the whole thing at once right when it comes out. So it's like I would feel like I w- would be missing out or there would be spoilers or whatever uh, the reason might be, and so, like, to do it one at a time, that's exciting to me, because then it's, like, the thing I do like about weekly shows, because some people just, like, don't watch those anymore, or they don't want to deal with it, is, like, you get to experience a little bit at a time, and then you get to talk about it with other people, and you get to read reviews, and you get to predict things. That's the one thing I miss about, like, binge-watching, like, a Netflix show, is that, like, you don't take the time to, like, think about it and, like, predict, like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen, because you just go right through it, so... 
I'm excited about that too. Me too. I prefer the the weekly to the binge watching because when it is the binge watch like like stranger things is a good example i enjoyed it i watched it but at the same time it's like you feel like you need to get through it in like one weekend because by the time you get to work on monday everybody's going to be talking about it and yeah rue spoiling what happened so i do i definitely prefer the the slow build you know like it gets you excited as long as it's done well and you know i I have high expectations with Mandalorian. So oh, yeah. Done, like, that slow build over the course of a season, it, it just, it's amplified when you have to actually wait and let it and marinate over what's happening. Right. And everyone gets more and more excited as it gets better and better. This is going to be, like, we have not gotten a show like this. We don't, we haven't had a live action Star Wars, you know, like, weekly story like this. Um Ever. Ever. Yeah. And like, I think like even I forget that I'm like, it's just, you know, the Mandalorian. And then I'm like, no, this is a big deal. Don't forget that. Like, we have not seen this before. And like, I the first time that we heard that this was happening, it was like almost unbelievable. It's like, are we really doing this? And like, personally, for me, I would rather have fewer movies and spread them out like a couple of years apart, but also have these shows in between there. That's like, I think that's exactly what they're doing now is they've been doing, um, you know, the quick like yearly movie releases, but now they're like, we can spread out the movies now and do more of these shows. We can have the Kenobi show and the Cassian show and the Mandalorian and whatever else they might come up with. Clone Wars is coming back for 12 more episodes. I know we have to wait for that a little bit longer, but I'm still really excited for that too. Yeah, so then the cool thing would be that, like, like you said, you have the TV shows, And, like, even though, like, I know every move, every Star Wars movie is a big deal, but I feel like if you kind of make, you you, it could be bigger, you know, even though it's Star Wars, if not the most, one of the most popular franchises in the world, I feel like with these, like, soft teases, although Mandalorian is not, I feel like, a soft, like, cool content that just kind of, like, trickles along, then you make these movies, these, like, big spectacles, which they already are, but I just I just feel like they could be something. Yeah. And I hate to compare it to Marvel, but I do, because <laughs> it's because Marvel's in your face. But, right. like, I feel like every Marvel movie is this spectacle. It's, like, it's it literally, it's like appointment viewing. You have to go see it. Exactly. You know? um, yeah. But now they're doing the same. Like, there are Marvel TV show. There are going to be Marvel live action shows on Disney Plus. Yeah. I am curious to see, you know, how the Marvel stuff affects the movies at all. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't seem to affect the movies. They had like something like 20 movies. Like, right. Or whatever it was. It didn't really affect the movies. Right. In that regard, I am curious. Right. Well, I'm like, and we don't know. We don't know details about whatever the movies are that are coming out after this one this year. So, like, it could turn into that and, like, become, like, every movie. You're going to go see it anyway because it's Star Wars. But, like, that Marvel level of we're going to build this up, we're going to hide this up. This is you have to go see this movie opening night and things like that. Um, I think we're going to get there because, that uh, you know, they've seen that that works with Marvel and they've built that up and they've proven that that works. Um and 
they obviously don't need to and won't and shouldn't release for three or four movies in a year like Marvel does. Um, but even having a, a year or two of a gap in between them, like still you can build up that anticipation and like, you know, say like this is what the story is going to be about and things like that and just get people excited and um, give us things to talk about in between. And, I, you know, I could see it happening. I could see it becoming this huge deal and that's what we all want because like Star Wars is never going to end like it's going to go just forever basically but um you know we need things to talk about and to keep us hyped and we need more stories and I mean that's why they have the books and the comics but you know um I'm really looking forward to seeing like what direction we go in after the rise of Skywalker because um it's always been we have to follow this main saga. That's how it started. And we like that. And it's amazing. But like, I almost want to say they have more freedom now after this to kind of do whatever they're going to do with it and build up whatever story they're going to build or dive into whatever era they're going to go into. Uh, they obviously have plans and they know what they're doing, but they can't say anything until after this movie. So once again, we're all just sitting here waiting and wondering what's next, especially with the whole like, Project Luminous thing, which no one knows anything about, and the only thing information that we got about it at New York Comic Con was that we're going to get more information about it in January. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, so just constantly waiting for that's it, just constantly waiting. So I can yeah. just the clock. They're they're like symbols, so just be like a clock. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get a new trailer on Monday. Um, and so that is going to be like the final, like not the final, but the major hype that we all need to kind of be like, okay, this is definitely happening, happening. We're getting tickets. We are ready for this thing. Everybody has to go out and buy whatever they need for their costumes they're going to wear to the opening night. I don't know what you're doing, but you're going to get really excited and just get ready. And I mean, the good thing too, because I know for me before The Last Jedi, in like October, we got our tickets and then I had nothing to do between then and the movie, which is a long time to wait. But at least now we have like the Mandalorian and things like that that can kind of hold us over. But always waiting. That's just what we're doing now, I guess. Yeah, I did like I was thinking about that, too, the other day. Like, I'm like, you know what? It's actually kind of cool that we have the Mandalorian to sort of tide us over until the Rise of Skywalker comes out. You know, because like it's about six weeks in between the two. Right. Um, and it's not a binge watch so it's like you know episode 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 and it's like oh cool i don't need to watch episodes right now i'm gonna go watch a great movie right and there's also the resistance i keep forgetting about that because i'm behind but that's also happening every week um and that's supposed to or it's rumored that it's gonna kind of lead into the movie we're not quite sure but i mean i haven't watched the two episodes that have been out so i don't know exactly what's happening but so there's that too if you're watching that. Yeah, I've been watching Star Wars Resistance and um it, it it's supposed they say it's supposed to lead up to the movie. I mean it's not going to lead up to the movie before the movie gets here. Right. So it's like whatever happens like right now on the second episode, they made it to Dakar and it was like the remnants of the oh, fight between the first order and resistance. So you saw that you got you got that part of it. They're only up to the beginning of the last Jedi. So there's okay. still still a lot more. But I'm excited for Disney Plus. I really am. It's like and and I know like you know, I've seen people 
complaining or just even just like not complaining in a bad way but it's just like there's a lot of streaming services coming like obviously with netflix and hulu and you know some of other things are already out there cbs you know nbc is going to have their own one hbo oh. is going to have their own one you know and then you have disney plus like you know people have to decide like which ones do they want and like for me disney plus was a no-brainer like for me i was like yup and not just for the star wars stuff like Again, there's Marvel, there's all the Disney movies, there's plenty of, like, kids programming that's going to be on it. So for me, like, that was a no-brainer. Right, exactly. I mean, having grown up watching, like, all the Disney movies and the Disney Channel original movies and, like, all the things, like, it's all there. And, like, we, this is something that we all didn't know that we needed, but now that we're getting it, yeah, this is, like, why would, why would you, honestly, why would you not get this? Like, I've seen a lot of people saying, like, once this whole Disney thing is here, like, is now, is it even worth keeping Netflix? And I mean, you can argue that however you want, I'm keeping it, but yeah, there, there's a lot of options now and people don't like that, but it's kind of like, you really just have to think about it and decide, like, I ha- I don't think I've gone on Netflix in like a month or more, like, do I need to keep that? Or, you know, it's like, you do have to choose or you have to say like, yeah, I'm going to pay for all of it because I want to watch all these things or I don't want to be behind or I don't have cable or whatever uh, your situation is. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, but like there's always been a lot of shows and you've always kind of, you know, you got to choose and it's hard to choose, but there's only so much time. (laughs) I had that conversation this weekend actually with some friends and they literally said that like, we're actually thinking about getting rid of Netflix once you know, Disney Plus comes along, because for them, too, Disney Plus was a no-brainer, but for them, like, they didn't see what they were getting out of Netflix, which, for me, I'm keeping, I see, I'm keeping Netflix, I still watch it, like, I'm pretty sure, you know, I was like, I watch all, I was watching something on Hulu yesterday, Netflix the day before, so. <laughs> right, I watch all of them. Yeah, I have Netflix and Hulu, and, like, I use them both for different things, so I'm definitely keeping those, but, like, I've always thought about, like, getting some of the other ones, and I'm like, uh maybe later if I really feel like I need to but yeah yeah I think I'm done it for me I don't really see the need for me for some of the other ones coming out uh-huh I haven't had HBO in well over 10 years right I don't really miss it <laughs> so like I don't need HBO Max when it comes out that's not to say I wouldn't enjoy it because uh-huh. you know, I've watched Westworld and obviously they have Game of Thrones and then the prequels of those coming out but yeah to each, that's and I think that's the thing with the streaming service to each their own you know everybody right. has a for something and now with all the Disney not Disney but all the streaming services it allows people to sort of cater to what they enjoy exactly well that's disney plus (laughs) it's uh, less than a month away we're so close it's kind of crazy i'm i'm super excited for the mandalorian like i really am excited for mandalorian i might do what i had what i just did with uh el camino the breaking bad movie where like it came out three o'clock in the morning eastern where i'm located and i woke up at 5 a.m to watch it so as not to be spoiled so depending on the time of the day it will come out, The Mandalorian, I may wake up early just to watch it. Oh, that's like a definite for sure, because everybody on Star Wars Twitter and everywhere else is going to be talking about it, except for it comes out on a Tuesday. Yeah, well, uh, I normally wake up at six, you know, to get up yeah. and get ready. 
waking up at five isn't that different. You know what? It's worth it because it's Star Wars. That's just my mantra for everything now, I guess. It's Star Wars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, thanks for everybody for tuning in to another Dork Side of the Force podcast. Let us know if you're getting Disney Plus and if you're watching the Mandalorian. Leave a comment and we'll get we'll catch you next time. Bye bye.